Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. On this episode of Crown Jewels, we chat about those malicious marriage rumors in Monaco. Then we defend the Queen of Spain from the Daily Mail. And question why David Chumley is named the king's new lord-in-waiting. We are back with another episode of Crown Jewels, the elite podcast for the royally obsessed, presented by Betches Media. I'm Lex Nico, And I'm Samantha Bush. And today we have, there. I feel like there's a lot we need to get into. There's a lot we need to get into. There's a lot happening in the world of royals right now. Um, mm-hmm. And I am... You know, it's it's interesting because, again, we always say British monarchy, that's our sort of lighthouse. But there's a lot yeah, going on base. in uh, some of the other worlds. And I'm like, I feel like Daily Mail is spreading their seed. <laughs> okay. Inappropriate. Oh, God. <laughs> they're, I mean, you I know, hedging their, bets, they're, hedging they're, their bets. They're uh, spreading their wings. Spreading their-, their wings, not their seed. <laughs> anyway, Ew. spreading their wings across other monarchies. Yeah, and I love that because, like, sometimes it's like, how much can we really? I mean, you and I, I always say this. I'm like, how much can we really talk about the coronation? And then we talk about it for like 35 minutes. I know, but I know. Like, and then, like, but it's our like, producers it's nice literally s- like, we have to cut the episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like that. We are, you know, we're popping in. We're popping into Europe. We're seeing what's going on there. I'm excited. I am so excited as well, Sam. So do you want to start us off with some royal subjects for our royal subjects? Let's get into tea and crumpets. I do. Okay. So Prince Albert and Princess Charlene of Monaco break their silence, uh, basically denying that they're separating after 12 years of marriage. Mm -hmm. So I just want to give people a little bit of backstory in case they're not familiar. Prince Albert is the only son of the legend and icon Grace Kelly. She married his father, Prince Renier of Monaco. And, okay, call me crazy. I didn't realize that Grace Kelly was killed in a car crash at the age of 52. I guess I never, like, realized that. Yeah. Is that, like, part of, like, why she's so iconic is because she died tragically? I mean, I'm sure Other it's than, a like, part being, of like, it, really she beautiful. was, like, well, she was, like, an incredibly famous actress, right? And then she married this right. prince. Like, she was very much that sort of similar fairy tale story where it was like she had this brilliant career, fell mm-hmm. in love with this prince, married him, um, and was beloved by the people of Monaco, as far as yeah, I know. And again, her. I don't know if now it's sort of like, um, you know, what her memory is versus what actually happened with the times. Like, sadly, I wasn't there when they were married. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm always curious with these things where it's like, do people remember situations more fondly than they actually were? And did she have any hesitation or struggle from the public in a similar vein of even like Diana or Kate or um, mm-hmm. Megan, you know? Yeah. And her wedding dress was basically what Kate Middleton, Kate, I yeah. think, modeled her wedding dress after. Agreed. That like high neck, li- long sleeve lace vibe. Yes. Um, but anyway... So the prince and princess have formally denied the malicious rumors that they are separating after 12 years. 
Um, we haven't really discussed it on this podcast because it was in 2021 when this really was like all happening. But Princess Charlene was under medical treatment in South Africa for most of the year and was also admitted to a Swiss clinic to be treated for exhaustion. Um, she is back doing public appearances again. I know that she kind of like came back really slowly. Like she would do like one mm-hmm. and then like a few months later she would do another one. It, she really kind of like slowly got back into the swing of things. But yeah, there's been this rumor for a long time just and also just questions circulating about her hospitalization her and yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean, I hope that she is doing well and I hope that whatever mm. is going on, she is able to take a sort of step back and, you know, get the treatment that she possibly needs. But I mean, here's I have yeah. really strong feelings about uh-huh. Prince Albert and Princess Charlene. Can I tell you why? Yes. This is like one of the first, uh, not first, but like, again, one of those moments, like these two are one of those stories for me that I'm like, this is like a piece of royal news history that I cannot shake. And let me take you back to 2021 to the time of their wedding. Mm-hmm. Because- 2021. 2011, excuse me. Yeah. You just said 2021. That's <laughs> Yeah. I was like, wait, what? The Daily Mail spreading their seed, son. Am yeah, I okay today? Like you're- <laughs> <laughs> Let me take you back to 2011 when they got yeah. married. And I will never – I can close my eyes and be taken back to watching these videos where she was sobbing at their wedding. Like sobbing like she was under arrest. And she was realizing that this was the end of her life as she knew it. And to the point where Prince Albert, there's like, you can Google this. Like, he's like muttering to her. Like, essentially, you assume that she's like, he's like telling her to stop. And he's getting angry. And it is one of the most depressing things I have ever witnessed. Because like, in my brain, like, I still have not been able to shake this. I'm like, he captured her. And there is some sort of thing where she is like being held under duress and whatever agreement was made to have her marry this man, she is not down for it. And ever since Mm -hmm. she's been really, you know, for lack of a better term, like sad and depressed. So Mm -hmm. that is my feelings on these two. There's no world for me where they are separating because I don't think he would ever allow for that. No, no. I agree. I uh, the photos are honestly haunting of mm-hmm. her at the wedding crying and he's it, scowling because at her. it yeah, like it the vibes are not good. The vibes no. are rancid to be quite honest. Um and there's just something about okay, not to get like even darker. But to me there's just something very creepy and weird about how much she looks like his mom Mm -hmm. like she looks almost exactly like her it's kind of like the prince of uh denmark right yeah how he how he like ended up marrying someone who looked exactly like his brother's wife who he was like quote-unquote in love with like it's just very weird i don't know what goes on behind closed doors but i remember you and i few years ago when all Mm -hmm. of this was happening I remember you and I would like chat about it on Instagram and stuff because it's like the photos that that were being taken of her when she slowly started to come back into the public eye were so 
a kind of upsetting. Yes. Like, like I just want them to leave this woman the fuck alone. She's clear, like you said, she, it feels like she's being held under duress. There's something that we just don't know about the situation because the photos are just percent. so crazy. Like, she's always standing, like, pretty far away from him. She seems very detached. She yes. always looks detached very is solemn. Such a good, detached is the perfect word. It almost is like she's going through the motions, but in her mm-hmm. mind, like, she's not fully present or there in the sense of, like, there's just something behind, like, sadness or something behind those eyes. Mm-hmm. So and much especially like, when even he's in, around. Yeah, like, even when there's, like, photos of her holding her children, like, she just kind of looks very vacant behind the eyes, like, very mm-hmm. sad. And, like, he just kind of creeps me out. I know. Like, there's just something very, very not right with this. And people have been kind of, like – talking about it online but because Megan and Harry have been such like a big um topic of conversation over the last few years I feel like this has kind of been like swept under the rug a little bit oh absolutely um, people don't talk mean, about these two as much no and they should because they clearly should. something is something is afoot I don't know she just always looks so sad she looks so sad and I'm like I'm curious you know what is going on there? And like, I, I almost wonder, and this is, again, such an elaborate, total speculation. I'm putting on my tinfoil cap, but like people mm-hmm. are talking about her hospitalization and she's going away. And I'm like, I wonder if she's starting to go a little mad, you know, mm-hmm. like where it's like she is like at the end of her rope and cannot take it anymore. And is like, she's taking breaks because she's like lashing out. And they're like, let's calm her down, sedate her, get her under control. And again, Totally making this up, but this is where my brain goes because I'm like, from the second she married this man, she was in shambles. Mm -hmm. And that is so upsetting. And he was so mean about it. Yeah, he looks like just a fucking grump. Yeah. Like just a controlling grump. And you know what they kind of remind me of when I see photos of them with their kids, like doing press and stuff? Do you remember like those photos of Brett Kavanaugh when he was being like sworn in and his kids and his wife looked like very, it looked like a weird, very weird situation was going on. Do you remember those? No, but I'm going to look them up right now. Yeah. His wife looks like very um, unsettled and his kids too. It's like this very weird, like kind of, dynamic but yeah. i'm looking at the photos right now of her first appearance um after being you know in the hospital and sh- again like she was she does not look ready to be out in public they're keeping their distance from each other she just kind of looks very unhappy and yes. i'm not like one of those people where like i feel like oh women have to smile and be happy all the time this is like not that this is like, no, there's something wrong. And I almost feel like maybe it's like she wasn't treated for like postpartum depression when she had her yeah. twins or like something is just not. not Something is not the math ain't math. Ain't. The and I don't think we're ever going to find out. So all we can do is speculate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it is just very odd how they. They just yeah. uh, she just doesn't look all there. 
Mm-mm. And he's just so disgusting. So disgusting. Like to have your mom be Grace Kelly and like that's what you look like. <laughs> How sad. Oh God, no this Brett Kavanaugh. You know what? It's it's like his again, this like takes me to like horror movies or those movies where like people get a lobotomy and they're just standing there like, mm-hmm. oh. You know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's where it's my like does. it's very weird. It's like, oh, I don't know. It's makes me so sad. Cause like you like you brought up, you know, their wedding, like she's bawling her eyes out bawling like bawling uncontrollably crying it's and not like so oh my god like i'm getting married like i'm crying because i know if i ever get married i'm gonna be a fucking wreck because mm-hmm. i just am a crier but like this is not this is not that this is not that because here and then it's compounded for me and again i will never forget like watching these videos for the first time like he is like pissed at her and mm-hmm. i'm like is this man, are they going to like walk down the aisle and have like a private moment? And instead of like him checking in and asking if she's okay, he's going to like reprimand her for mm-hmm. embarrassing him in front of the country and blah, blah, blah. Like that's what I think he would do. That's the type of man I think he is. This is okay. This is the kind of guy I think people think King Charles was to Diana. Yes. Yes. Like they think that he was like this, like, like, listen, he wasn't perfect. Um, there was definitely things, you know, that did go wrong in that relationship. But, like, the vibe, like, you never got, like, that kind of energy from them. No, no. Like, this dark energy. Like, this is, like, I'm concerned for her, you yeah. know, and her, like, well-being. Yeah. And, yeah. again, it's it truly – he could be – again, he could be, like, a doting husband. But because that first moment I got of them, like, the thing that I consumed of them publicly was that – I've just like mm-hmm. never, I'm like, she's not safe. I don't trust mm-hmm. him. I hate this. And I feel so sad for her. I know. It's devastating. Yeah. And also there's well, some like really crazy articles back in the day from like, remember Lainey Gossip? Did you ever read Lainey Gossip? I do. Of okay, course. yeah. So like there's some, maybe I'll try to dig up some articles and link to them if she hasn't archived them because she had a lot of like insider intel and like speculation on her end as well that was very cause for concern so anyway Mm. wishing charlene well we'll keep our yes yeah we'll keep our antennas up Mm -hmm. for any for anything that comes out absolutely let's do it yeah and i mean she's such a beautiful woman she's gorgeous i was gonna say gorgeous. she she has like a beautiful pixie cut I know, like if you can sport that haircut with your bone structure and like it makes her cheekbones pop in her jawline for days like I can't. I she looks amazing. Well, also, like, it kind of reminds me of the haircut, like, that the girls would get on America's Next Top Model and they would cry about it. But then, uh-huh. like, after they would get it, they'd be like, wait, this is, like, the perfect haircut for me. Wait, I'm so beautiful because kind of, I'm on America's Next Yeah, like, wait, I'm so stunning and gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist. A confidence boost before your interview? Or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday? There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. 
and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Okay, speaking of hair. Okay. Fuck the Daily Mail. Let's get into our second topic. Oh, God, yeah. This, I saw this, a friend sent this to me on Instagram, and it Mm -hmm. pissed me off so much. But let me read the headline, okay? It says- I'm ready to be so angry. Sorry, Letizia, but going gray just says a woman has given up. Krista D'Souza sounds a warning after Spain's queen sported a startling silver streak. Now, you would think the headline is bad enough, saying that Mm -hmm. the queen has given up for sporting her natural hair as a woman. You know, like- God forbid. Jesus Christ. But then it goes beyond the headline. And this author writes, my goodness- Queen Letizia of Spain, 50, is beautiful. That skin, that figure, and that hair, luscious and brown and now with a single gray streak running down one side. Although on the hair front, if I may be so bold, your majesty, are you sure you're okay with the gray? I'm like, the article goes on, obviously, with like this writer talking about how she herself started going gray and her male partner told her that he was not happy about it. So obviously this is like rooted in misogyny. We're projecting. Projecting <laughs> yeah. from men. And now you're writing an article slamming the queen for sporting a streak of natural hair after you've already gone on to talk about, you know, how physically beautiful she is. But now mm-hmm. this what takes her down a notch? I'm just like, how is this a fucking article? I'm so, I feel like I'm doing a mini rain right now. A mini make it. Like, I'm pissed. Well, in the article, first of all, the Daily Mail and publications similar um, that lean a little bit more Mm right-leaning, they get away with writing this shit if it's written by a woman. Yes. Because it's like, like, oh, we're going to put it in the female section. Yeah, it's like, see, like, women even think, like, you shouldn't have your hair go gray. Like, it's not misogynistic if a woman says it. Right. Second of all, the whole article is just one big-ass insecure projection from this woman. She is pissed because she decided to go gray, and, like, it's all about her journey going gray, and, like, her husband didn't like it, but he didn't tell her that he didn't like it. So now it's like, you know... You know, does her and there's now, like a the full... king feel a certain type of way about it? And then she mm-hmm. talks about how her colorist was reluctant, warning me. She says, warning me that it would make me look older. And she goes, and I was adamant, but he was right. I'm like, you are a fucking mess. You're a mess. Don't a mess. Put this in an article. Maybe go do some soul searching. This is thought journal type shit. This is not article <laughs> in the Daily Mail. Okay, like. Lady, fucking for real, bring this to your therapist, figure it out. Don't drag Queen Letizia, who is yeah. stunning. I don't care what her hair looks like. It's not going to change that for me. She's beautiful. Yeah. And then she goes on to say, unless it's styled and blow-dried within an inch of its life, Grace spells, I've given up. It shouldn't be that way, and it doesn't apply to everybody. I adore, for example, how Meghan Markle's mom, Doria, has gray hair. Annie McDowell has gray hair. 
Okay, so then what is your fucking problem? Yes. Like, what is the point of this article? It's to talk like, about you're herself. Just shitty. You're just, you're dunking on this woman who's frankly stunning, gorgeous. Yeah. She mm-hmm. could have no, she could have a crimped green hair and I would still be like, wow, she's absolutely stunning. Exactly. She it's is just like, our queen. <laughs> yeah, I love her. Like, I love her I style. Know you do. I think she's beautiful. So like, this lady is like pissing me off. I know. I know. And what also pissed me off with this is uh, in the like post that my friend sent me originally with this article, there's another article mm-hmm. from like about a year ago with the headline from the Daily Mail talking about Colin Farrell being a silver fox after he buzz cut his head, which was revealing a full <laughs> head of gray hair. So he's a silver fox and Queen Letizia is giving up. Yeah. Fuck okay. this. Like, it's so disappointing that we have to deal with this shit. It's so disappointing that, like, we have to deal with this shit at the hands of other women. And I know mm-hmm. that they we all have room and space to be constructively critical of one another. But, like, this is just unnecessary. To your point. No, that What was the purpose part. of this article? Mm-hmm. No, Nothing. It's so unnecessary. There's no point to it. There's real no, like, there's not really a point of view. Mm-hmm. Like, because... She contradicts herself the whole article. She's like, it made me look old, so it's making her look old. But it doesn't make Doria look old. It's like, or what, Andy are, McDowell. what are you fucking saying? Yeah, she ain't saying like, much. Also, I'm just so exhausted by the insane beauty standards that women have to uphold at all fucking times. Like, I don't know if it's because I've been on TikTok too much lately. I'm like, I saw this girl... She's 22 years old. She's got a boob job, whatever. Get mm-hmm. your boobs done. I don't care. Then it comes out that she also got lipo. She's a very petite girl already. And I'm like, do whatever you want. But like seeing so many people like constantly just continue to uphold this like unrealistic beauty standard and also just like going through so many surgeries. I I read this article the other day about how Gen Z is like getting plastic surgery at like an enormously high rate yeah. other than like other generations. And it's just like, I'm tired. Yes. <laughs> I'm tired. And so I also saw an article or I saw a TikTok or a video on this where um, Sophia Franklin, the girl that used to do Call Her Daddy with Alex Cooper, mm-hmm. had like this plastic surgeon on. And he was like, in the past, like millennials really wanted that like Angelina Jolie look. But they also like, if they were having surgery, it's like, they're having it later in their life. Now we have these girls that want to look like Bella Hadid. And he's like, mm-hmm. I have a folder in my phone of Bella Hadid because so many of these young girls come in and ask for her look. And he's like, and I'll show them photos of her with like her plastic surgery. And I'll show them photos of her with like what she's looked like, you know, now two or three years later, like her sunken in face. And it's like, do you really want to do that? Like, is that what you really want to do? And it's scary that mm-hmm. plastic surgeons are now questioning their potential patients because they have realized that things have gotten so far gone. Well, the thing too is like, and you see it with Kylie Jenner, for example. She to Mm -hmm. me is like the perfect example of this going wrong. Not saying she's not like a beautiful woman or whatever, but she started doing it so young. And like once you start doing that stuff, like it's almost something you have to keep up. And it almost, and it also is like, Oh, well, I got this done so then I can also get this done because that's not a big deal. Yeah. And then it you justifies become, it. And, and women now 
are looking, girls, young adult women, are looking, you know, older because they're getting Botox so much younger. Yeah. It's like this weird and like we're, I'm just so tired. (laughs) So tired. And so many do it under the guise of like preventative Botox, but like exactly what you're saying. There's like one certain thing that you do and it's like that gateway procedure. You know what I mean? Where it's like suddenly... Mm -hmm. Well, I did that, so this doesn't seem so bad. And next thing you know, you're on a plane to the Dominican Republic getting a Brazilian butt lift in a wheelchair. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's just, uh, yeah, it's alarming what is happening right now. And it's fine. Again, I also want to state, like, if people feel like that's what they need to do to feel better, that's fine. But it's just disheartening. And it's like a little bit sad as an older millennial now because I'm like, it makes me feel bad for these, you know, women and men and people and whoever because it's like, you are actually so beautiful in your own way, but we have developed this like linear mindset of what beauty is because of Instagram and whatever Snapchat filters and plastic surgery and that LA face. And I'm just like, I'm just, yeah, I'm sad. I want the kids to ride their bikes and leave them outside, you know? <laughs> well, I told, did I tell you how like a few weeks ago, maybe it could have been probably two months ago now that it's like almost <laughs> April. I cried watching kids build a snowman. I did. No, I drove by and I saw them building a snowman. I started crying. <laughs> Like, I was like oh so God. innocent. Yeah, I was like, look at look look what they're doing. Like it was like so sweet. But so my thing about this is like when we were younger, we had magazines and mm-hmm. we had TV and movies. Yes. And in the magazines, you know, of course they uphold this like insanely unrealistic body, you know, look, everything, beauty standard. Like I'm, you know, <laughs> as I've mentioned on the podcast many times, is I'm rewatching Friends or I'm watching yes. it for the first time. Incredible. And like the women on this show are so little. Like so they're little. so thin. And like that's what I grew up looking at, which mm-hmm. is absolutely fucking insane. And that was like very normal. Like that yeah. was like what everyone wanted to look like. To me, that's what everyone looked like on TV. And now it's like, in my opinion, I could be totally wrong here. Women aren't that thin. Like, they're healthier looking. Yeah, there's a bit more of a normalized no body that Jennifer Anna, I'm going to get roasted for this, but not saying that Jennifer and Courtney, like, weren't unhealthy, but it just was, like, this very unrealistic beauty standard. But there was always that thing in the back of your mind where you could almost just be like, well, it's a magazine, so it's airbrushed. Like, this isn't mm-hmm. really what people look like. Like, remember when Dove launched their, like, real beauty campaign? Like, yes. they had... Like untouched photos versus the tu- the retouched, retouched photos. photos, and it was like, oh, like it kind of you were able to like make sense of it. Now you're seeing people that are normal, like everyday people on social media, looking how they did in the magazines, and it like fucks with you because you're like, yes. is that what I'm supposed to look like all the time? No, like I did a face mask this morning, and I looked like I came out of a fucking cave, and I like was gonna send a selfie to my friend. And I was like, I look crazy. Like, how do people look so cute, like, doing these face? Like, everything is so unattainable. I'm just tired. I'm tired. I know. Let Queen Letizia have gray hair. I know. Leave her the fuck alone. So let's get into this, Sam, with yeah. uh, coming off of Gwyneth giving her top-notch second Oscar-worthy performance in her trial oh for her God. ski accident. Of course... There's now talks about uh, Gwyneth versus Meg, which, again, hate that angle. Not cool. Um, mm-hmm. But they are talking about these, quote-unquote, wellness wars. 
So mm-hmm. the Telegraph and the Daily Mail have posted articles on this just talking about how Meg is speculated to be bringing back the TIG very soon. People are saying it is imminent any day now. And that Meg actually launched the TIG back in 2014. She was inspired by Goop, allegedly. And then she ultimately had to shut it down in 2017 once she met Harry. But with the gossip around the TIG potentially coming back, A lot of these news outlets are now doing articles with some side-by-side comparisons of what that might look like if she brings it back in terms of products, Mm -hmm. wellness practices, lifestyles, potential Netflix specials, and a focus. And you know what? I will say for one second, like looking at this Daily Mail side-by-side, and I'll post this in my story when the podcast goes live. I do I see what they're saying with like the focus where Goop is very sex positive. They also just launched at Goop Sex on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that Meg will have more of like a family friendly um lifestyle and these like fine dining meals. Um mm-hmm. but also I'm just like, who cares? There's I would room love for to everybody. See, yeah, there's room for everybody, especially in the wellness category. And again, it just comes down to some of these news outlets like desperately wanting to position women against women, specifically women against Megan. And it's just like so exhausting. Yeah. They do this a lot. Yeah. They do this a lot. With Goop in particular. They do this a lot. I remember when Kourtney Kardashian started her whole poosh Poosh. situation. (laughs) Yes. Her stuff, you know, they were like, is she trying to be the next Goop? And it's like, Gwyneth has really done a, she's done a really good job at marketing herself in this category and it she's been doing it for such a long time mm-hmm. that I understand like the natural go-to is like oh let's compare them together but there's there's room for everybody like Correct. I always think about like my personal Instagram it's like very pop culture focused and it's like so is yours so is you know this person's and this person like and there's room for everybody it doesn't have to just be this one person because the, you, you all bring something Similar, but different to the table. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, I I post things all the time, all week long about pop culture, but so do you. And I look at your content all the time. I would, again, I'm saying this. I also wanted to talk about this because somebody sent me, I guess, like, obviously Meg um, had to shut down the TIG, but somebody, like, archived one of these techie people, God bless them, (laughs) archived the entire TIG website And I have been having a ball going back and reading certain TIG articles. Like the first one that I saw here when I pulled it up was like a guide, an insider's guide to Lisbon. And I was like, great, this is so fun. And like, it's nice seeing that like Megan that once was. And I I really, truly want the TIG to come back. Like I very badly think that this would be amazing for her brand. I agree. I think this could really do a lot for them because it kind of takes them out of the like, the space that they're kind of heading towards that everyone's kind of like a little anxious and nervous about because it's like, what are they really doing? But this was something that she was really passionate about before Harry. This Mm -hmm. is something I think she's passionate about now. And I think she has like such an amazing platform that it's like, bring it back. Let's see what you've got going on. Because like you want to hear more of like that side of her. Like she was so well-traveled before she met Harry. She was very cultured. She did a lot for the community and it's like that's the Megan we we want I know and like 
I just love hearing her, you know, tell her personal stories. Again, storytell from her own voice, from her own perspective. And like, mm-hmm. they started to do that with the Netflix special. And like, obviously Harry did that with Spare, but like, yeah. I now but, want a moment for Megan. And I think yeah, like I Gwyneth want, would be I want a moment for Megan mm-hmm. that like, doesn't have to do with the royal family. Like, yes. that's what I want. Like, I want something like, where she's, Harry's not tagging along. He's, you know, I want her to just do something on her own. Um, because like you said, I think that it would be really great for them. Yes. And also and like, I'm just curious. She and she better not alone. get a ghostwriter. I mean, I don't know how busy she'd be right now, but I really, I just really feel like this would be very good for her. Like, and again, yeah. people will obviously have an opinion on it and something to say, but oh, I think if course. she plays it right, like it could be incredible. Yeah, I agree. And, and I, I'm just curious to see what she's got for us. We're ready, Meg. Bring it back. We're ready. Reactivate. I wonder if like her and Gwyneth would, you know, do a collab. I think they would. I think Gwyneth is like always down. Yes. She lost half a day of skiing. <laughs> if well, you know, I lost you know. A half a day of skiing. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Lex, are you ready to make it rain? Of course. Let's get into this week's rant. And you sent me this tweet, and I truly jawed to the floor for a split second while I was registering what was happening. Because David Shumley, who's named Lord in Waiting, or was named Lord in Waiting for King Charles. So Mm. I had to do a bit of a double take when you sent me this, because I was like, why is that so familiar? Who is this person? And if you're like me and you were like, who the fuck is that for a split second? David Shumley is the husband of Rose Hanbury. And if you're like, who the heck is Rose Hanbury? Well, let me Mm -hmm. remind you because she is slash was the rumored mistress of Prince William. And she was Kate Middleton's former BFF. No. I saw this tweet and I was like, no fucking way. Like, he's going to be the lord in waiting for the king. And since all of that came out about them having this possible affair, which I 100% think happened, because Harry 100%. even mentioned it, he was like, they had no problem protecting my brother when it came to things that were true. But they had no problem throwing us under the bus over stuff that was false. And I'm like, whoo. So I just feel like, since all of that came out, they've really tried very hard to keep their distance in public 
from mm-hmm. each other. Like you don't see them at, you know, events and stuff anymore like you used to. And also, again, it's weird. She looks very similar to Kate. Very <laughs> similar to Kate. I was like, yeah. Will's like, what are you even doing here? <laughs> like, yeah, just it's weird. Uh, tell your wife you need some extra attention because they look like sisters. They look exactly alike. It's so weird. So in 2019, when Kate was pregnant with Louis, there was photos of William and Rose. These were kind of the first ones that fueled all these rumors. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we haven't heard much about it. The press kind of killed those stories or the royal family killed those stories. But recently there are rumors that William spent Valentine's Day with her. What? And the UK press reports that they spent a romantic dinner together and were spotted at a fancy Italian restaurant in the London capital. According to a waiter at the restaurant, William had given Rose a pearl necklace for Valentine's Day. Now, I don't know how true this is because I believe it was from some like crazy website. Okay. But it was on a couple different websites and I believe one of them was called like Celebici. <laughs> so yeah, I yes, don't know. Yes. But um if it's true, that's really crazy. I mean, the Valentine's Day of it all, if it's true, that's crazy. But I just the fact that we're calling her Kate's former BFF mm-hmm. just speaks to me that this happened. And let's also be clear. So David will now be the permanent lord in waiting. He is mm-hmm. 62 years old. He's 23 years older than his wife, Rose, which is why he is closer to King Charles in age than he is to William slash Rose, his wife. But he's going to be around now. He's going to be repping his majesty at royal events. He's going to be invited to attend important state and royal occasions. He -hmm. will be around. I'm not quite sure how it works, but I would assume in some capacity, she will also be around now as well. And I just have to wonder, what is... King Charles's angle here. You know? I know. It's really interesting that he would do this. I know that they were close before, you know, he named him the Lord in Waiting. But now, I mean, if King Charles can't attend an event, like, for example, the Queen couldn't attend slash probably didn't want to attend the meeting of President Donald Trump and Melania Mm -hmm. Trump. So she had people kind of stand in for her to do that. (laughs) Because she was like, I'm not. Yeah. This isn't happening. Child, please. Um, yeah. So it's kind of interesting that he's chosen him to be his lord in waiting. Like, he has to know that this is the drama. You know, will they be at Buckingham Palace? Well, he has to know if Harry implied that they protected Wills. Like, Charles would have to know everything. There's no world where Charles wouldn't know what was going on in the inner workings of their family. What do you think, like, the motive is? Well, that's where my brain is starting to like tick tock, you know? I'm like, what is the motive? And I've spoken about this before. Like there is just as there was between Charles and Andrew, Charles with the queen and him wanting to be the king. Like there mm-hmm. isn't, there is a level of animosity that is rumored between Charles and Wills more than Harry and anything. Like there is that same sort of sentiment of like, oh, we are both heir and like impatience and only a matter of time and entitlement, right? So like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is like Charles once again being like, I am king now. I am setting my stake in the grass or the ground. Mm -hmm. And like- I'm spreading my seed. I'm spreading my seed (laughs) across this. You know, like I'm like, that could be one option for me. And that's what I think it is, is almost just like a, sorry, Wills, like I'm in control. Like this is who I want. We're friends. 
your feelings actually don't matter because your messiness Charles's feelings never mattered to the queen you know like yeah. not never mattered but like I mean, above and beyond really, really didn't. what the queen wanted was what stuck right so i think there's the, a little bit of that but then i'm also like is charles like trying to keep these people close for wills is the affair mm-hmm. over is this an easy way for them to sort of sweep any confusion under the rug and now there is a built-in excuse for these people to be around all the time. That's kind of what I'm leaning towards, like this hiding in plain sight angle, mm-hmm. kind of like the scandal. I feel like maybe William, now this is, I sound like the writer of The Crown. Like I am coming up with the craziest shit in my head. I feel like maybe in my mind, William like came to Prince Charles and was like, listen, this is still going on. Maybe he's like, I'm in love with her. She's my Camilla. Mm-hmm. And Charles is like, okay, if I make him my lord in waiting, then that would kind of, for people that aren't conspiracy theorists, psychos like me, they would just be like, oh, then like this, this couldn't have really happened because like, why would he bring in William's mistress? But really, it's just to like keep them close so yes. that maybe they can like spend time together. It would make more sense if like they were at Buckingham Palace at the same time, you know, maybe get ahead of the rumors of Valentine's. But this... If I need this to go outside. Is, if this is Wills's Camilla, why the fuck did he fight so hard for Kate? Is this woman like... Did he fight that hard? I think so. Do you not? She was a commoner. I feel like she had... Well, okay. She wasn't like down on her luck. Like she wasn't some, you know, run of the mill commoner girl. She comes from like a very wealthy family. I understand that, but she was did not have a royal bloodline, Sam. And it was a huge deal that an heir to the throne was allowed to marry this woman. But she's also like perfect. I know. I'm not disagreeing. Like there was really nothing wrong with her other than the fact that she's like just not a royal but she did run in that circle she was a socialite maybe that i don't i mean i don't know i don't know but if he cheated on her while she was pregnant like what a scoundrel i mean he definitely did yeah but again there's this level of entitlement that these men feel that they have and Mm -hmm. it's you know whatever listen dirty dogs i dragged men a lot today so you know what Honestly, it's okay. Let's end it there. We'll see what happens. What I can't wait for, though, always photos. Need a body language expert? Cannot wait. Is there like a formal? Because does this mean that these two will now be at the coronation? Up front and center. Yes, right? Oh, yes, girl. Yeah. I know. Imagine Rose, William, Harry, Meghan, Kate. It's going to be juicy. Oh, man. I'm like, sit Rose next to Meg, please. Mm -hmm. And let me get a shot of those two smirking with one another. Chef's kiss, I would love Chef's kiss. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So... 
You want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. It's time for our favorite game of mail or fail. One of these is a real headline from the Daily Mail or a similar publication, and the other has been completely made up by our producers. Will we spot the mail or will we fail? Read those options. So option number one, lovely bubbly. Win 5,000 pound street party with food and decorations to celebrate the coronation. Option number two, the royal treatment. Win a 5,000 pound front row ticket to the coronation concert, though performers still remain unannounced. Wow. What a lucky winner. <laughs> it's going to be like Louis, um, what's his name? Payne? Yes. What's that guy's name? Liam, Liam Payne. Payne. Yeah, it's going to be like that, him and his new face. That removal? Yeah. Oh my God, he looks nuts. Um, um, I'm going to say number one. Oh, I was going to say number two. Oh, let's see. Oh, look who's a winner, me. Lovely oh Bubbly God. win an amazing 5,000-pound street party with fizz, food, and decorations to celebrate the coronation. Oh, wow. He's like doing a little giveaway. Yeah, <laughs> the coronation of King Charles III in May will see celebrations up and down the land. And The Sun on Sunday has teamed up with Morrison's to give you the opportunity to win an amazing street party worth 5,000 pounds. Oh, so this is like a little contest by this media outlet. One lucky winner will have the chance to hold a special bash on Saturday, May 6th for up to 150 people, but entries need to be in by midnight tonight. Yes. Oh, a group of neighbors. I mean, this could be really fun. No, I love that. And they are looking for people who are deserving of an uplifting celebration with food courtesy. courtesy Oh my God. Did you ever see 80 for Brady? (laughs) I haven't yet. I really want to. It kind of reminds me of that. Like you write in and you tell your story of like, you know, why you and your gang deserve to go to the the Super Bowl. And that's just kind of that. Is that what ha- that's the plot of the story? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a real story. It is? Yeah, it's a true story. It's based on a true story. I didn't know any These of four this. like older women like loved Tom Brady and they would watch his games every su- every Sunday. Oh my goodness. And yeah, it's like really sweet. Wow, this well, is actually I think this could fun. be just as fun. I know. I think this would be real this to me would actually be more fun. Um, in the sense that like I don't think anybody there would be so much security and so many high profile people that I don't actually think being at the coronation unless you were in the inner circle would be that mm-hmm. fun. Sure, it would be like a bucket list thing to say you went. But I feel like mm-hmm. this party would be more fun with like your closest friends, yeah. 150 of your closest friends and family. Free food, yeah. bubbly on tap, and then you get to watch it on a little TV that they roll out or something. <laughs> no, I love that. And it's like, like you said, it's like your loved ones. And mm-hmm. also just, you know, you get free food and, you know, you get to celebrate the coronation. That's just like a fun thing to do. 150 people is a lot of people. It's like a wedding. I know. I don't even know if I would know 150 people to I just certainly would not. Anyway, now we know. Yeah. <laughs> well, to finish up. Let's name our spotted dick for the episode. Who has been a real steamed pudding this week? I mean, I'm going on our tangent with Krista D'Souza, <laughs> Daily Mail author, yeah. published author. 
journalist. That's a stretch. In That's quotes. fine. Yeah, I support that. My spotted dick is Prince Albert. Just Ooh. because I just don't. It's something in the buttermilk ain't clean. Yeah. We don't trust it's it. It's just something does not sit right with me about that man. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Crown Jewels. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new episodes every single Thursday, so be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss our next episode. Tell your royally obsessed friends and follow me at Lex Nico. And you can follow me at Brava Historian. And until next time, may God save the bitch. Betches.